Hey, everybody, it's John, and thanks to everybody who helps us out every week by going to patreon.com slash steal this beer and throwing a couple of bucks our way so that we can mail beers to our guests and have some fun conversations resulting from that. So uh, if you're not already, go check it out. It's patreon.com slash steal this beer. Uh, as Cass says, a little bit goes a long way, and we appreciate the support. Now, here come the sirens. Steal This Beer, a candid weekly discussion about beer, over beer, by a couple of guys that think about beer way too much. All right, hey y'all, it's 5 o'clock on Monday and we are stealing beer. I am Augie Carton of Carton Brewing. <laughs> All right, deep breath. Right. Deep breath. It's a beautiful day. We got the Atlantic Ocean right outside of our window. We're in the lobby of a Holiday Inn Express, uh, right oceanfront, which is pretty good. I feel like we need a special cast intro, like from the beaches of Miami, yeah, from the sweet, 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 where the dolphins swim sand. Dun, 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 and the dun, dun, board dun, dun, shorts dun, dun, are long. Dun, 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 dun. Ooh, look at you. <laughs> We're going to have to pay royalties. To I know. That, I'm sorry. For that, for that intro music. I don't know what that was, and I won't know, so I'm going to deny all obligation. Anyway, allow me to introduce our musical accompaniment <laughs> and, uh, and accomplice. Uh, accomplice du jour, Winslow Sawyer of Pure Brewing in Colorado? San Diego. San Diego. Right. California. Had notes for days. <laughs> Had notes and was ready, but... From so, one ocean to the other. I know. So, like I said before we went on, I wanted to save this for saying it, but, you know, I think... So we're down in Miami for Wakefest. Sorry, thieves. Let me just catch you up. We're down in Miami for Wakefest. It is really 10.30 on a Friday. Friday morning. 7.30 a.m. in San Diego. Bless your heart. Bless your heart. <laughs> we'll I'm get surprised you a bloody you don't Mary have a in a minute. I, know. I need yeah. coffee. Um, anyway, but so, so just to catch up. So we're down for Wakefest. Our flight was delayed, so the two shows we were going to record yesterday got dropped because we got in five hours late. And then I, I guess what I was saying was... I've been. I actually lived in Miami for three months back in two thousand and in two thousand, uh, working, and then been to Wakefest. Let alone other reasons, a bunch of times. I know this town. I know its traffic. I know how absurd it is, and I've done like almost exactly this in the past. So I was like, all right, so I'll run over to John's gym, get it, Jonathan's gym, get a workout in, come back nine thirty, take a shower, sit down to the show. I'll call lifts. It's all easy these days. And either it was never easy and I'm misremembering what it was, or nothing's easy anymore. And I can't figure out which it is, right? Is it, is it I expect it to be simple because I think things are simple and they're never simple? Or, but how was I fucking wrong by an hour and 50 minutes? And I feel like that's kind of where all of craft brewing is as we come out of... The second version of this will only last a year, two and a half years later. And I'm like, is it harder than it ever was? Or did I just lie to myself about how easy it was before things got hard? Is that too deep to jump in this early in the morning? I can take us other ways, but that's that's what's in my head right now. I think the difficult part is... Get right on that mic. I, I think the difficult part is recognizing when in it truly is easy. Because you can't see when you're in it. You can only see when it gets harder. Yeah, and, and you think I think it just, has gotten harder. <laughs> I think as we look back, it's like, oh, nobody saw this coming. This is hard, and everything that used to be hard resets as easy. 
But you know what I mean? Like, I was only going four miles this morning, and it took me a fucking hour. You could have walked it. And, and you, I didn't, feel, you didn't even know you could have go to the gym. Could've walked it. But I feel like that's exactly what I'm going through at the brewery. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the thing, though, is I'm I like, left you. We only have to go four miles, yeah. guys. This is easy. And every five minutes, I'm like, Nothing's guaranteed anymore. No sales are guaranteed. How does Lyft not know this street shut down? Why is it sending me to this street? I know you're on a specific workout program, though, but I left you in the lobby at the same time to go do my workout. I did five hours. Or five miles, I should say. I was five say, no, bro, five it hours. was yeah. an hour ago. Yeah. Five miles, and got back, showered, set up, right. and it's, you know, just... All right, there wasn't enough to mine there, as I hope, but I feel like that's the metaphor I'm going to stick with in all my team meetings for the next 50 weeks was, so all I wanted to do was get back to the hotel by 9.30. Yeah. What have I learned? Anyway, let's talk about... So I guess the next thing I want to talk about, because I was reading your bio, John sent over, and there, there's, you know, there's a whole bunch of buzzy shit all craft brewers say these days, especially as we're 9,000. But I think my favorite of them, and the one you seem to focus on I love is, you know, indigenous product, dealing with people around you and locals. And then I have to put myself in the frame of this weird thing people that don't live in California have, where I kind of hear those phrases and I think of Steinbeck novels and I know I'm kind of two thirds of the way up, you know what I mean? And then I go further north for grapes and stuff. So let's actually talk about San Diego and the parameters of what you're grabbing from around you and who you're grabbing them from and what they are. And you know what I mean? Are they fruits, berries, nuts? Are they avocado? You know what I, you know what I mean? I just so I don't know that section. You know, avocados are our big crop, right? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone pretty much lives off yeah. avocado right. toast. The oils kill all head, but still. <laughs> it makes it fantastic. Yeah. But nobody's fantastic keeping track beer, anymore. Yeah. And as long as you put lactose. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Beer's on toast. Yeah. I mean, everyone was waiting for the avocado toast ale to come out. And we just had to do it first. Yeah. It's uh, shame. <laughs> it's shame because the sourdoughs would have been See, better up is, north. I don't know if you're joking or not. We have not made an avocado beer yet. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like that you said yeah. yeah. You got to leave that leg out. The minute have, you declare, I never will. Have you will. thought about it prior to this? Well, of course. I mean, using local agriculture is our, you know, it's our thing. So obviously we have to figure out how to do it, but we just haven't gotten to that point yet. Uh, we've done, you know, orange blossom beers uh, yeah. where we pick off all the, the yeah. orange blossoms off the tree when they're thinning the, the buds in the spring. Okay. Um, we use a lot of citrus. Uh, one of our, like, core beers is... Um, uses local organic Valencia oranges okay. that we get directly from the farmer. Um, so let's go back to the blossoms um, because I love the idea of them and I don't know that I've ever actually had them in my presence. They're, more, they're a thing I think you imagine the minute you hear it and you get all those smells but, I, but having had my experience in brewing that worries me because I think of things like do you know hanger or whatever vodka orange blossom uh-huh. vodka yeah 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 you know what I'm talking about hanger like, 24 hanger 24 is that it yeah. it's one of one of the neatest well, flavors a, I've ever had hanger 24 is a brewery it's a brewery and they're in, in Redlands which is in like the orange capital just and they slightly do, north of us and they do and they, an orange blossom beer but what I'm saying is I don't know because of the way the world works I don't know if that's the flavor of orange blossom soaked it's, in a um, clean spirit or if that's a extract, you know what I mean yeah. but, <laughs> but what I'm saying is so so I guess my fear as a brewer is if I write orange blossoms on a thing, people are going to yell at me because it doesn't taste like oranges. Well, it's like wine, right? Do you write, put taste like grapes on it? You know, it doesn't <laughs> taste like grapes. <laughs> and I think all, all beer is kind of like that. 
except like kind of these new like smoothie style beers where you're putting where you're you putting know, the actual unfermented, thing in. you're putting yeah. unfermented fruit in it and then people are like wow it does taste like bananas it tastes exactly and it's like, like it. yeah fermented bananas don't taste like this no no you know? no have you ever fermented bananas i can't yeah, imagine what fermented done, bananas we actually like. did a mixed firm beer with bananas <laughs> and coconut a mixed firm yeah it was a uh wine barrel aged was golden it fun? sour with yeah it's interesting i'll uh, say, yeah. you either it's one of those things you either love it or you hate it was it gross looking? When you ferment bananas, do they clean up at all, or was it like pasty? Uh, the bottom of the tank was yeah, pasty. Of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you had to throw it out afterwards. But so, <laughs> yeah. so yeah. I guess what I'm saying is, when you, so what, what beer did you put the orange blossoms into, and did was, they taste enough like oranges that nobody reacted, or was it its own thing and people were okay? I with mean, it? have you been around orange blossoms? No, I haven't. That's what oh, I'm saying. it's yeah. like they're just an imagination. Have you been around me? like jasmine when it's in bloom yes that like super intoxicating yeah. floral perfumey yeah. it's like that oh cool it's so strong um it kind of just permeates the air when it's um blossom season um but yeah it translates really well into the beer um we did kind of like a, a boddington's oh neat almost, okay okay like a golden it? pub ale kind of thing yeah on nitro with it and it oh. was a uh, it was really interesting yeah and oh. you're adding you're adding it fermentation side yeah it was like a trash bag full of orange blossoms that we put in like a 20 barrel batch Okay. Yeah. Pre-firm or? Uh, post. Post, yeah. yeah. So you weren't worried about infection from them? <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of my middle name in San Diego, <laughs> I like, think. Is it infection? Not worried is about infection? That? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, like, I feel like if you get That's me. a better one. Sorry sorry yeah. that I immediately jumped to infection is your middle <laughs> yeah, name? That's kind of gross, yeah, that's, dude. Yeah. <laughs> even if it was, COVID right. stole it from yeah, them two years ago. Even during the pandemic, it's still, uh, yeah. Yeah, we use a lot of raw strawberries. I, so, you know, before... You know, pack, before before COVID, you know, yeah. you know, yeah. before having to can all of our beer, um, we were definitely not as worried about those things. Luckily, we have kind of two facilities now where we can do one. The original facility, we can do a lot more stuff with, you know, raw fruits, um, uh, local, you know, whole fruit, uh, and the newer one we can kind of focus on more. I'm like, okay, we need everything to be clean so we can can a smoothie beer and not be worried about it exploding in people's hands when they open it. Just so you know, smoothie beers, you never have to worry about exploding. That's their thing. It's, it's a Russian roulette. It's a Russian roulette business. It's an excitement you give the consumer that it's completely it's a threat. It's brand, yeah. It's a complete threat to their entire refrigerator's you cleanliness like forever. Yeah. I don't know. It's, we'll see. You could start your own fermentation <laughs> chamber just yeah. by holding this in your fridge long enough. <laughs> You want to? Uh, you want to? Okay. So what brings us together to seal this beer yeah. is a candid conversation <laughs> of beer and what it is, not what we hoped it would be, not what we thought it was doing. And here we are back at a table, old school. Yeah. So life around us. John, Black I have no glasses. idea. Did you let him pour? Did you? Yeah. Pour? Uh, your boys poured. Hmm? You're from from the guys. I, I don't. I learned your employees' names. That's Who hilarious. are you here with? Uh, I'm Ryan just me. and. Um, Ryan and Andrew. Okay. They, well, they were the here. Beers, so, yeah, they, so, but yeah. you obviously know there because you brought them. So that's mm, a yeah. So I just, it's just a perfect early morning Saison, right? What are you getting from it? So I got a little bit of smokiness at first that I couldn't quite put my finger on. And then I started to go towards like watered down scotch. Like there is some sort of like peat oh, like or that. something that's in. I get some like black tea. Yeah. Too. But there's like some old kind of. I feel Old like it's a little more herby to me. Okay. But now that you've said the scotch, I can definitely get it's, that wood. It's like not. Maybe. Yeah. Sometimes maybe. you get dill after bourbon barrel aging, like stout. Like, I'll be like, I get this really di distinct like dill character from the wood. I'm going to have to look for that. Every time I taste dill, I just think sriracha. <laughs> and I don't think I think outside that. But <laughs> I Sriracha <guess>. can be good. <laughs> no, just I like Sabro. Just I like Sabro. Like, I like sriracha. <laughs> I like sriracha in. So I like, we do a rice lager, and I feel okay. like. 
it's perfect in there. Yeah. Like, but you gotta treat yeah. it like it's Holler not, Tower and you, not you like can't it's. Treat it like Citra. Yeah. Right. Exactly. No. Can't be like we can't go hundred percent. You don't go to hundred percent. Nobody goes hundred. <laughs> you never go hundred percent sriracha. No, the, the more I keep saying, you hear that, that Garrett never go hundred percent sriracha. <laughs> I think that beer has done really well for them, and if every time I've had that beer, my reaction to it is what it has been. Uh, they, they're doing the Lord's work with that beer. So I cannot drink Sriracha Ace without having to send like apology text messages the next morning. Is that right? That beer, <laughs> that beer is my absolute undoing. Every time that I've had Sriracha Ace, it's been like, oh shit, what did I do? I'm now going to have to get some Sriracha <laughs> nope. Ace mixed in nope. a pool. Yeah. That society people. Um, me. Yeah. Is just it? One of them just black out instantly. Which, right. uh, <laughs> which, which society beer? The pupil. Oh, the pupil. Okay. Oh yeah. Is that, that's their West Coast Yeah, IPA? it's like their Nelson West Coast. Yeah. yeah. International. Yeah, they used yeah. a lot of New Zealand hops in that. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of New Zealand hops, how about that New Zealand lager we were drinking last night? What? <laughs> you had a Southern <laughs> Hemisphere or a whatever. Oh, oh at Wakefield earlier the, in the day, the orange no, no, no. juice? That was what we were drinking at the thing. Juice. It was orange juice. Orange juice Pilsner. Yeah. Yeah. That was in the can. Did night. it look like orange juice? Oh, no, I wasn't it drinking like that. I was juice. drinking... So they called, they called it to me, and I think they were being funny, but they called it a New England lager. Oh, <laughs> it was okay. definitely right off the tank. It's yeah. so... But, but yeah, it was a Rowaka and something else. Oh, nice. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. No, super I, fun. I, yeah. I had that at the brewery, not at the party. I was drinking the American Light Lager. His Fest beer is, an, is a 4.2 American Light Lager, and mm-hmm. I love him for it. It was I good. fucking love and him for it. And it was fun to drink. He knows his audience. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he knows the brewer. Yeah, the brewer, the brewer audience. There's yeah, no exactly. way he definitely brews. Like he took us to a tiki bar yeah. last night. Yeah, he knows. He knows what we're. Did you do. see our coffin full of rum last night? <laughs> no, I did not see the. Oh, uh, you missed the coffin show. <laughs> the big, I heard the, big, the, the big ecstasy of gold show. playing for sure. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, that was uh, <laughs> that was all right, so let's get into this. Um, all right. So here's the thing. I really like when I. So when I was doing it all on my own before you said your opened your dirty little mouth and uh-huh. said mean words. Yep. I was only tasting like. Pretty, pretty simple, fieldy, you know, Cezanne flavors. Yeah. And then you bring up the, I don't even remember your order of operations, but it went something like cigar, tobacco, watered down scotch. And now all I've got is those wood tannins. Mm -hmm. And I'm not unhappy with them. Yeah. But before you said that and put it in my brain, it was just herbs and a little bit of a kind of... You know, warm ferment of well, an leather armchair, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But now it's just that. Well, um, I love the dry finish on this, though. Like it finishes really herbal, really herbal dry with like like but dried herbs, like so, a dried herbs dryness. So one of my favorite things ever. Um, God, fuck! I'm so old. Twenty five years ago, when Gramercy Tavern was new and exciting, um, I had just gotten Cleekio's Think Like a Chef cookbook. And there was restaurant week in New York City, which means you can get three courses for whatever the year is. So let's say it was 1998, and I was drinking, I was eating a three-course lunch at Gramercy Tavern for 1998, five days in a row. You know, oh. I was like, I was like, I'm gonna learn how this guy cooks. I'm gonna eat everything he cooks, and the only way I could afford it was this $20 menu. So I just sit at the bar and eat every day. But there's only three desserts on the week. Right. So but of course, if you're conversationally you're friendly with people, you know, like any good saloon, the bartender got really excited by how weirdly studying I was in the room. So he's like, all right, so you've had this before. We've got to make it do something different. So and it, what it was, was it was um, Claudia Fleming was the dessert chef there. She's a genius. She went on to run some sandwich company. 
But her, I think, most creative dessert was this large pearl tapioca in a coconut cream with basil and passion fruit. So it was a little herby, a little sweet, a little fruit, a little base. And the tapioca pearls, which were weird in 99, were this really kind of neutral thing. Right now, I just described you a smoothie shake, right? But this is then. So the first day I had it, they'd given me like some sweet, pretty acidic wine, and that was great. And then he's like, all right, so what we're going to do here is downshift into the herbs, and this fucking green chartreuse is going to pull all that basil out of it. I was like, all right, that'll be fun. And a little shot of chartreuse with it completely changed the dessert. It was nothing like the dessert I'd had the day before, yet still cool and yet interesting. I feel like I want to do that with this beer. I want to find two things that play to both sides, the herby side and the woody side. Okay. And set up something for you where I'm like, all right, taste it now and have it with this. Yeah, something sweet would make it taste really dry, and something right. dry would make it taste so, more you sweet. Know, you may, and show you both ends of what this beer is doing. Because okay. what you did with your sentence, yeah. you know what I mean? I was like, huh. Well, that, but you know what I mean? I'd love to do that shift. Like, maybe focus on wood, be there, and give it something, you know, simple and like a gingerbread or something that pulls the wood out of it. And then go the complete other way with like a little lemon tart with some thyme on it or something. Be like, now do you get the herbs? Uh, you know what I mean? I feel like that would be the fun of the spirit to just teach tasting and pairing. Yeah. Because the spectrum of the two things it just did to me. All right. Well, two things. You've had this beer before. You've had this beer before. Okay. No, but I'm asking if you've had this beer before. All right. Yeah. I've had Is this beer before. Okay. God, genius work. I'm so uh, proud of you. Come on, John. Let's get I in the pool. That from the but is, is this beer doing what you wanted it to do right now? This beer is different every time you have show. it. So okay. it's always uh, uh, it's always an experience. It never tastes the same. I'll put it that way. Uh, so it's Orval. Is, is it? Is it's it Orval. Orval. Yeah. Is it? Right, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to give these guys a layup for the I've first never one. Never gotten this much wood in Orval. No. Yeah. No. Or that. Like, and this is the first Scotch time you've ever actually liked it. How old is this bottle of Orval? Let's go for the reveal. That's also why we, Justin, we don't wrap in, in foil. Yeah. Um, we're putting in a... Uh, bottled on 5-26-2021. Wow, so almost a year. super fresh, though. It's actually pretty fresh, yeah. It's, so, it, yeah, it doesn't have, like, the, the barnyard and leather well, you, yet. I will point out a thing about this, uh, just for the experience. This is way warmer than we would ever start in Orval, right? Because I was an hour late. You guys have been sitting here. Yeah, yeah it's been in the cups. It's definitely super, super good. Um, and I feel like some of the um, effervescence is gone, too. It seems a lot more round than it usually is more bubbly when you have it. Well, it depends how much carb you lose when you're pouring it. <laughs> how how <laughs> the, hard you decant. The bottle like, was very violent when we opened yeah. it. So. How hard you decant. Yeah. I got to tell you, so, but that, so, again, so people ask me a lot because of the show, why do you love Orval so much? And my answer is because it's different every fucking time. Some beers you love because they'll always be the same and right. you know what you're getting into. And some beers you love because... It's yeah. going to be a new experience every time you have but it. But that wood thing is, is a completely new experience for me, and I've had this beer 50 times for sure. Could be something with the hops. Yeah. Neat. Thank you, Johnny Hall. Yeah. Um, By the way, I will say that when the, the cap did go, it hit the ceiling. It was yeah. that pressurized uh, Did you in the fly bottle. it in the belly of a plane, or did you pick it up? <laughs> no, I got it last night. All right, yeah. good. All right cool. I good job. Yeah, good I was trying to – I was it. like, oh, my God, I need to find some beer. I went to – you know, down the street, the really? CVS, only Corona and mm. Seltzer. And you Orval? bought this at a no, CVS? No, 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 no. Holy shit. It was only Corona and Seltzer's, and I was like, oh, my God. I'm going to go on a mission tonight go, to find beer. My impression of Miami was immediately going to skyrocket <laughs> by Miami 70 points. Even though the lifts are terrible. Yeah. Um, see here's Ferrari's your Twisted Tea. Here's your Orval. Here's <laughs> your foot cream. All right, so let's get back to it. So you say you have two facilities now. 
you're still kind of With young brewing in the business. Yeah. yeah, but so so when the shift, why the shift? What was the original capacity? What's now your capacity? Like, what's the what's the business the shape of that move? No, just you know, why, how? Like, yeah. instead of just growing to a bigger one thing, why yeah. two things kind of thing. You know, a lot of the people listening, including myself, are always trying to figure out how to do this right. What was that move to two difference? Um, the biggest thing for us that's really unique is our original space was built by a land developer. There's a big um, land holding company in Southern California called HG Fenton, and they noticed that they were renting out to a lot of breweries. They own the, the Ballast Point, huge Ballast Point facility right behind okay. us. They I've heard of property. it. I haven't seen it in person. Oh, they've got like 2,000 barrel fermenters. Is it, yeah. Wait, let me, a, let me interrupt you for a second. billion dollar brewery. Is it near yeah. Green Flash? Would I have driven by it? It's uh, close, yeah. All right, so I think I you could passed walk. it you once. You could okay. do an hour 45-minute walk. Yeah, well, I could have fucking done that today. <laughs> anyway, go right, on. But land development. <laughs> yeah, so they um, they actually built out the space with the equipment, so we were actually able to open the brewery without taking you know venture capital or any of that stuff. Oh, so cool. we, we own our brewery, which is awesome. Um, that is a big step. <laughs> yeah. So to make our brewery more sustainable, we, already, we knew from getting into that space that we would need to build our own facility. Um, but then during COVID, they're like, okay, this this business model doesn't make sense anymore for us. You guys can buy the equipment if you want. So we were able to actually buy the brewery that we didn't think we were going to be able to stay in. So now we have two breweries. Fantastic. That's awesome. Yeah. Good That's for really you. cool. Yeah. So it's a nice... seven barrel system. Yeah. We did about like 4,000 barrels on the seven, which is, wow. we were hustling. Yeah. That's a lot of turns. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Wait. Do you, I mean, you didn't take you, weekends or holidays off. Do you, do you, <laughs> not vacations. What, I, <laughs> do you not make any lager? We make a lager, yeah. Every two weeks, yeah. like clockwork. Rain, right? Yeah, rain. Your unfiltered pills. Yeah. yeah. Which actually has some clarity to it. Yeah. Well, right, doesn't it? If you make it right, it, it cleans itself up I pretty understand. well. We, we use I understand, but I was given a lager yesterday. That malted wheat yeah. to okay. give it some, like, haze stability. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit of haze stability. All right. It's a fun beer. Yeah, I've had it a couple of times. Yeah. Um, you use the word murky a lot, though, in your beers. <laughs> Like use your use murky to describe your own beers. (laughs) It was a real big faux pas to make murky IPA in San Diego in 2016. It was very faux pas. The traditional brewers there were very against it. Um, Did Tommy Arthur like pick it outside of your brewery? (laughs) Yeah, Tommy Arthur, Bagby, they're just you know throwing rocks. I got Molotov cocktails through the window. I feel like (laughs) Tommy's got a low center of gravity. I don't want to wrestle. Yeah. Yeah. You do not want to go to the ground with him. No, but, no, no. but seriously, no, were people people were mad at you in 2016? They were just said, "This is hazy is lazy." That was the whole thing, right? Um, but you know, when I became a professional brewer, was the onset West Coast IPA, and all the really old school brewers were like, "This isn't IPA. There's no malt. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's not bitter enough. You know, why are you guys dry hopping it? We just put that in the whirlpool. Yeah, like, why waste your time dry hopping it? Yeah. Get that out of there." So I kind of saw that, and I was like, "Okay, this." I did not expect Hazy IPA to be what it is, um, but I was like, this can be a real style. You know, people like it, and you got to read the room, too. Like, yeah. you can't just brew for yourself and brew to the rules. I mean, if people only brewed to style, we'd still be drinking Brewit. Like, yeah. we'd only be drinking Brewit. You know what I mean? And that's not fun for anyone. Okay. Okay. Just I mean, so you, you know. <laughs> you make Brewit. Just so you know, basically, we are drinking Brewit. <laughs> Everywhere we go, every day. Yeah. Um, no, but so, so that's interesting. So talk to me. Have you had... So what's interesting me now, because I think we're at another, not a pivot or a growth, but more an evolution, where I think 
the people that actually learned how to make hazies are doing it and making it better, and the people that never learned how to make hazies now seem sloppy. Like, now Hazy is Lazy does make sense to me yeah. for 90% of the ones I'm given. Um, and what, what, I'm, what I'm telling myself, and it's okay if it's not true for anybody else, but there are great ingredients in that shelf or tools in that bag to play with to create better flavors. But you can never be one of the people who wrote your recipe looking for Haze. You just had to be using the tools and be okay with the fact that this was creating a haze in the interest of better flavor. And I think those people, but have you seen an evolution in your five years of your own hazy things and approaches? Like, are you, are you moving like, you know, like when we started, we were dry hopping twice, but not really as early in the pre-terminal phase, you know what I mean? And, and then pulled that back a little and found that did better. You know what I mean? Like things like that. So when you were into that thing, when you're like, I just want this thing to stink like hops, we'd be like, all right, we pulled this back. Oats stepped up a little, wheat stepped back a little kind of things. Have you seen an evolution in your hazy styles of we can do this even yeah, better than really this? Yeah, we really embraced the hazy IPA, but you know, like the first beers that inspired it were kind of like, you know, Treehouse, Julius, you know, which you have that compared to like another half year now. It's, you know, night and day different. Or like Hetty yeah. Hopper even. It's sure. like, that tastes like a West Coast IPA now. See, Hetty you know? never struck me as a hazy. No. I always worry when people yeah. call, even though it's the original New it England. Is, yeah. Yeah. It was more a not a protein hazel lupulin haze. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? But it was also it was showcase true. of all you the can say it. You can say it. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking true. <laughs> But it does, it, I mean, how do you, we can do a whole other, thing. fine, forget it. Like, we can do a whole other, So know, we, we really embrace yeah. the hazy so thing. Yeah. We, um, we just went all in. We stopped making West Coast IPA. Um, and we kind of had this, like, middle product. I, I don't know if you ever had, like, Cellar Maker beers, where they're kind of, like, hazy yeah. West Coast beers. Yeah. So they're, like, a little more bitter, drier. We were doing that for a while, and then we just realized we really wanted to bring West Coast IPA back into the portfolio. So we were like, okay. People really like our hazy IPAs when we make them sweet as fuck and really, you know, floral, fruity, So juicy. you really do make treehouse beers. So then we just <laughs> went to the more juicy. We went all in on the juice, and then we were like, okay, now we can make West Coast IPA again. Okay. Great, you know? Now, when you so for me, when I define, because I'm often trying to explain West Coast versus East Coast versus New England, and for me, West Coasts are largely... Hit it at 60, hit it at Whirlpool, dry hop it a little. Is that still what you consider a you West Coast? A and and less, yeah. mostly barley malt or all barley malt. Do you agree with, like, yeah. I'm just trying to get context. Yeah, exactly. Um, there's also kind of like a new school West Coast IPA, which is, you know, you're almost using like a Pilsner base yeah. and a lot lighter. You know, people aren't really bringing these like 7.5% kind of. cold IPA? No, no. This yeah, I mean, it's sort of well, in that same vein. Cold IPA is just the new school IPA of. IPL of of yeah, yeah Portland yeah. yeah it's just still trying to market yeah. clear beer I mean, marketing is marketing is necessary to sell beer yeah. um, I know it is or isn't it is okay it, yeah. it has to be that's yeah. why I'm terrible at selling beer <laughs> but you know like our West Coast IPAs we're definitely like trying to go as light as possible like our house West Coast IPA is like six three it starts yeah. at like thirteen Play-Doh. wow you know it's really dry and light. Um, what hops you throw? Are you staying with Simcoe, the baby? Yeah, right <laughs> Always yeah. Simcoe. Whenever we're making a West Coast, we're like, okay, what goes Simcoe. with the Simcoe in this one? Yeah. <laughs> but it's more, a more Simcoe, Simcoe, Strata, Nelson, Citra. Is the Strata equal to the others? Or you, is, 
I, I yeah, heard you say words. earlier. So, so you you believe in Strata? You're not giving up on. I it. love Strata. Yeah. No, you're you're uh, Sabro. 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 That's Sabro. that's a very polarizing yeah. hops. Yeah. I I love the intensity of it, but if you don't like coconut in your beer, you're yeah. yeah. So so you know what you know what Kimmick did to me that was unfair, I think, because I do take everything he says as gospel. We were talking about Sabro. He goes, yeah, it's fun. It's cool. Play with it, Augie. I think you'll enjoy it. It has this plastic thing. And oh, that's all he said. That's all he said. And don't now, let me tell you about Galaxy. <laughs> and, but I don't. I, 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 for you. I feel like I could stay ahead of Galaxy. I use Galaxy in everything. Oh, okay. But the minute he you. said it, like the first time, I was like, all right, I'm going to fuck around with Sabro. I know you do it. He's like, it has this plastic thing. And oh, then I was like, now, I was like I got, okay, got you, sir. Do you guys get the plastic? Fuck. <laughs> but I still think it belongs places. I'm just not yeah. giving up. That's cool. Strata's, I'm sorry I confused the two. Yeah, Strata's. That's yeah. not on me. They, they, yeah. That's their market. Strata's great. Same words. Has there been, though, since 2016 when Tommy and Jeff Bagby were protesting outside of your place, like, are Hazy's, Murky's, are they now part of the They're San part Diego? They're culture, yeah. yeah. I mean, isn't that what Tommy's Trees in the Mirror label is about? Are those not what? hazy beers? What tree in the no, middle? I don't, I don't, Tommy's got that whole hot project. Oh, yeah, THC. And it's the. Yeah. It looks like an air freshener. I'm not fucking crazy. Okay. You hear the tree hanging from your mirror? From the rear the view logo, mirror. All right. It, it took me a second to put together what you were saying there the tree in the mirror. I was going for more literal. Yes, I know. I understand. I got the trees in my mirror so the cars don't smell. I am one with the nature. The nature is one with me. Yep, that's. I was still on Tanglewood Tales. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bedtime stories. Yeah. Um, but it, it has, it's just now part of the culture. Yeah, definitely. Um, but West Coast IP is coming back. Like, you know, there's breweries that stuck to their Everybody guns. Everybody keeps like, saying that. West Coast is back. Hey, just so you I know. I quantify that, though, because so everybody know it keeps isn't. saying it. Just so you know it isn't. <laughs> well, in San Diego, okay. it's like, it's All a cool... Right. Beer is very cultural in San Diego, yeah. you know? But, uh, and, and every but, single restaurant has a draft system. They have craft beer on, you but know? It's like... But so I, not only do I not disagree with you, those beers, it's like beer of the place, right? It's yeah, like yeah. Those beers in San Diego taste right in San Diego. And mm-hmm. it, I, I would never see it as a resistance to something new in San Diego. I just think when I'm, I mean, beers I don't even like in most of the world. I don't mean to be mean, but when I go out and visit my San Diego friends and you go to like that Stone Beer Garden or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm it's never right, super right place, psyched right time, to see yeah. Stone, but when you're in Stone's Beer Garden drinking their beers, yeah, it's, it's right. fucking delightful. It's like when you're in Munich, you have a Hellas. Right, like, exactly. You shut up and you exactly. have a Hellas. But, um, <laughs> but so that being said, um, uh, the, the joke I was making was, you know, everybody talks and pays lip service to this and even the people in my taste room are like, they're great, they're great. I'm like, all right, so I can do it. There's enough support. We can do this. And I'll just throw like a 15 full of some properly bitter, you know, yeah. properly amber, just good old sea hops, fucking West Coast. And give it a name because I'm so afraid of what I say about things right now because I'm all about aromatics and not flavors. So when I say things like cherry, people are like, I don't get cherry. He's an idiot. I'm like, cherry aromatics. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so this is what I called comfortably bitter. Especially I was like, beers that ruined any flavor descriptors for people. Exactly. I was like, comfortably bitter. It doesn't bitter. have cherries in it. What are you talking about? Exactly. I need to see cherries floating in my beer. <laughs> I just, but you know what I mean? So I call it comfortably bitter so they know. And then the 20 guys who promised me they buy it walk in by a case and then nobody else buys oh, it. They're like, they're like, but it's bitter. I'm like, Ugh. Come on, it's not that bitter. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we need to talk about beer too. All right, let's talk about beer too. Go ahead. What you got? So, it's chocolate milk. Chocolate milk with a little touch of a 
coffee. Yeah, milk? there's a little bit of coffee in the, like a like a coffee syrup, like a coffee like because I feel like there's like amaretto. No, I'm not going amaretto. If we this, gave this like, to Wells, would we, could we pass it off as a really weak white Russian? Uh, possibly. It's a good bottle of this. It doesn't um, usually taste this good. It doesn't usually taste <laughs> this good. <laughs> oh. First of all, you got to know the rules, and you can't I, give I, us. I, it. I, I yeah. love that. Um, but it feels like there's booze on the back of this, but the overall sweetness, that chocolate coffee note uh, that is in that sweetness is tamping down on what I think is a larger ABV. To this. Oh, no, like, this, this is, is strong. Yeah. This is definitely like, a strong. This, might be, this could be 10. I'm going eight and a half, All right. but it could be But ten. still, it's, it's one of those ones, but it's... It's drinking so easy, and it's so smooth, and the carbonation is so soft on did this. You, did really you not have that moment when, um, you know how it's always confounding? Like, I come down here, and I think I want to drink saisons and lagers, and it's the culture of pastry stouts, and you don't hate them. Like John, you got to get it. You're like, I'm here yeah. now. I guess I'm... Right. Yeah. But Jonathan I'm Wakefield, I'm, I'm turning my hands in. brown but, now. Yeah, I'm but all even, in. But yeah. even <laughs> yesterday, we're standing in Jonathan Wakefield's brewery, which is not air-conditioned, and it's fucking 98 degrees out. And the boy's like, do you want to taste the Cuvée, beer, whatever yeah. the Fest beer is? I'm forgetting the name of it. It's very cool. Cuvée de Wakefield? No, but it's, it's like, <laughs> it, probably. But it's it's got some cool name. And, I, and I'm Blend forgetting Jonathan. it. Trust me, if I was, if I was a pro, if Cass was here, he'd know. Because it's got huge trade value. But, um, but it's so boozy and so pretty and so much vanilla. And, and, and I was like... And you can drink two pints of it at 2 p.m. It's kind of fucking lovely in this 98-degree warehouse. Yeah. You know what I mean? It like makes I, the sweat really sticky. sticky. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what I say. But these flavors, again, I'm like, fuck, it's Miami. But I really don't mind a cafe con leche yeah. kind of cocoa-y flavor in this humidity. All right. But I want to hear why this is a good bottle versus... Well, shouldn't we do our thing so sometimes we can reveal beer, it so we can be part of that discussion? This yeah, beer yeah, can sit for a long time sometimes, and okay. it can get taste like bottle cap. Like oh, okay. it'll taste like metallic sometimes. Okay. Usually, when I get this beer, it's kind of pretty metallic. Okay. Um, I don't know. This is one of those ones where what you're saying with the with the weather, uh, save a bottle, go out, sit poolside, have so a couple of these, fall asleep, get a sunburn. There's something decidedly nice. So, so I guess what I like about it, and I kind of hope it's not all the things we're tasting added to it. I kind of hope it's all the things we're tasting is what it is. But there's that this beer flavored beer. That is it's that what you're asking? well, that, that it's four saying? ingredient beer doing oh, yeah, all yeah. the things four, four ingredients four, can do if you let it go. Beer. Yeah, because you know, we keep saying cocoa yeah. and all that, and we're that we're not talking about pastry. There's stuff, no cocoa in it, dude. I know, yeah. but there's cocoa in the nose. <laughs> I can't trade it. <laughs> no. <laughs> How, what do you expect me to get for this? Goddamn Gruet. 30 pack of Bud Light. <laughs> um, well, you know, take a couple 30 out, to maybe. 1, that's yeah, the 30, ratio. That's the ratio. Um, but anyway, what I guess what I'm saying is there's also this high tone whiskey note or whiskeys, like, like a red fruit vanilla thing in the middle that makes me feel like it's like a proper Bach or something okay. really simple and pretty and... All right. Fermented and I don't know. Like I feel like barley forward. It feels like <laughs> yeah. it feels like if Shane if Shiner ever made a seven percenter. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it feels like it's those kinds of flavors. But All right. I think there's some nice, but a little like, warmth to it. Esters to it. Yeah. Like it has that like pear and like the, the little. I'm getting I don't that. Know, the palm fruit. 
You don't get the palm fruit? No. I don't even know no. that I know what palm fruit yeah, is. Yeah, I, I don't now know if I'd be able to pick that up. Yeah. Stop being a San Diego farmer boy. It's not fair. <laughs> palm fruit, pear, You think we get palm apple, fruit Orange blossom. Yeah. <laughs> oh, P-O-M-M-E, not palm. Oh, not like, like oh, coconut. Not oh, coconut. Oh, okay. Yeah, palm fruit. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. palm fruit isn't a thing I know about. No? Palm, I'm very... Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Um, all right, where are you drinking this? I feel like I'm drinking this... Right, so uh, obviously I can't get Miami out of my head. I'm looking at Miami, but I feel like you know you do the, you do the meal you do for safety because you know you're probably not going to eat once you go out for the night. So yeah. that late, four thirty, early dinner, late lunch thing you do Tacos. for safety yeah. when you're going out at seven. Just so you don't black out. Right. right. I feel like this is that this bridges or that you know, gap too early. Yeah. I feel like this is like that that bridges the gap between the five o'clock meal and the eight o'clock cab. Okay. All right. All right. What I, is it? It is Tadcaster Porter. Huh. All right. It tastes yeah. good for the bottle, right? It does taste good for the bottle. <laughs> I dig it. I'm actually very pleased with this bottle. Sam this Smith, look at you going old school with this. What's um, the ABV? Like five. <laughs> All right. I mean, <laughs> what know, is it? I don't even know. Neither of us is closest five, to not going over. Five but percent like, is like. Imperial Stout in yeah. England, yeah. though. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> I, I really thought this had more booze to it. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I do want to go back because you got... You, and I'm okay with mistaking this. a porter for a Bach. That's fine these days. I mean, it's kind of this. It's, what what it didn't are you have seeing, any, though? You know, adjuncts like that give yeah. it away for you. The roasty thing on the end, though, that, that coffee thing. That, yeah. The, the, those the malts are pretty. The yeah, chocolate, yeah. yeah. Um, I just want to hear about He's West Coast IPA, though, and what you're seeing, why... You're saying it's coming back. People like to drink beer in the sun. Uh, I think there was this there was this thing that we should have had all along, but it really took COVID happening. Was outdoor dining and seating beer like the beer garden thing wasn't there was there was you know Stone had mm-hmm. a beer garden that yeah. was it, but everyone was just waiting to drink outside the whole time, <laughs> and COVID unfortunately had you know allowed us to open up outside and now that everyone's sitting outside they're drinking you know yellow beer like lagers and stuff like that and west coast ipas made a huge return because i mean you don't you don't want to sit out in the sun and drink like orange juice no i mean i don't but that's awesome <laughs> yeah that's like a great silver lining to the pandemic yeah proper so west all coast the, coming back. yeah all this um all the outdoor dining is just really it's, we should have had it all along yeah <laughs> it's so nice like day drinking every, is back yeah, day, day drinking. Well, I mean, COVID brought day drinking back. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah but in a basement, is. right? Yeah. It, it was all angry Twitter drinking. None <laughs> of it was good time. Like, like yeah, I think, I your think you're right. The, the, world, the world yeah. wants to play horseshoes again. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that kind of shit. We need to move away from a cornhole and move back to horseshoes. I agree. Be outside and drink pits. West Coast, Coast IPA. IPA. Yeah. yeah. I, feel like, exactly. I feel like that's a good mission mm-hmm. for us. 2022 summer goals. I love it. Well, I, I really appreciate you being here, man. Thanks for coming out. Oh, you know what I did want to touch on? I'm, so we should try to get a theme for all these. I just want to okay. check. Is this your first Wakefest? No, but it's my first one since COVID. So, so was there a gap? There was a gap last year, right? Or at least I didn't two come last ago. year. Yeah, two years. Two I think years 20 they didn't do it, but 21 they did. I last, think they might have done some last just Last time I here was Florida like three thing. or four years ago. Okay. okay. Yeah. Well, welcome back, man. It's really cool to see you. Um, what'd you bring? What beers will the what beers will the kids be lighting <laughs> up for a pure imperial style with uh, coconut and coffee and bananas and bananas? I did marshmallows at the cans. Could be illusion, and then there's a, actually a Wakefield collab that we did called Hydra. It's like a, a sour double IPA. Okay, 
uh, with lactose, raspberries, dragon fruit, and hibiscus. <laughs> Well, thank curious, you for bringing you know, Orval. And, and Taddy Porter. <laughs> Good lord. What, the, I, what I like to drink is I'm not what I brew. I'm going to be excited so, to so, have so, on the show So one wait, day. the Taddy Porter you brought has marshmallows in it, and the Orval you brought has uh, uh, hibiscus yeah, and dragon, dragon fruit. fruit yeah. Perfect. That's, what, that's the whiskey notes you're getting. We love it. Well, thank you for covering all of it, dude. That's fucking dope. Um, I'll see you on the floor. I can't wait to taste your beers. Yeah. And that should be amazing. Thanks yeah. for joining us. You, I'm, I'm assuming you don't have letters. No, we have no letters. Right, well, thanks. Yeah. So you should do put on your fake cast voice. Oh, yeah. Thanks to everybody who does Patreon. No, you didn't and, uh, do the cast yeah, voice. We need those ducats. Uh, no, go to patreon.com slash steal this beer. Uh, go to the website, sign up for the newsletter, buy our merch. And thanks for doing this. Get at us, y'all.